Je t'adore, Jay-Z. Of course I love you. I love all y'all. <laughs> For real. I love girls, 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 I do adore. Yo, put your number on this paper, cause I would love to date you. Holla at you when I come off talk. Yeah. Now that Spanish uh, chick, French chick, uh, Indian uh, and black, uh, that's fried chicken. Uh, uh, Fresh to death in Moschino Coach bag looking half black and Filipino Faking no jazz got you a beat with a Filipino uh, I got a bad light skin from the valley She be in the club with no panties Yeah, bitch, she do Hey, I'm a boss bitter I'm a hard hitter Yeah, I'm light skin, but I'm still a dark nigga I'm a bitch bitter in the middle of a wild party, skin with cinnamon, I pounded harder. I come the only girls that I thought of. All the light ones, well, tonight then we're gonna do it, do it, do it for the dark ones. It's important that you are more than welcome to the Carter for it. Y'all enjoy it. I will go ahead and I'll kiss y'all on y'all forehead. I will. That's my, that's my girl, that's my girl, that's my girl, yeah, 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 baby, <laughs> yeah, boom, yeah, <laughs> that's my girl, <laughs> yeah, what's up girl, what's going hey. on, hello, hello, long time no see, it's been a while, it's us again, yeah, um, Brand Colleen with the Mixtape Podcast sitting next to... Asia Shabazz. What's up, y'all? Um, let's just pretend that they're already familiar with us. Okay. Since last episode. Okay. And if not, watch last episode. Yeah, and get familiar. Yeah, you're... So what's up, boo? <sighs> I feel good. I'm a little bit hungover from yesterday. I've been struggling today. Are you? You haven't okay. been? No, because I drank tequila. And tequila, for whatever reason, doesn't make me hung up, like... For real, for real, hungover. When I got to that first event, I was like, open bar. They said vodka and tequila. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) They were laughing at me because when they first told me that it was only tequila and vodka, I was like, well, they're like, well, I was like, I'm not drinking that. And then they were like, well, what do you normally drink? I'm like, brown. Darker alcohol. I like like how I like my men. Just Hello. like my drink, the fuck you think. (laughs) Right? Like, come on. Give me something to go off of here. Yeah, so I'm chilling. And... Because the event was so early. Well, let's let our listeners know. So last night, um, Pretty Little Thing did a event with Carl Kanai. They just released a new collection. And one of our really good friends, Jay Ryan, Joey, what's up, boo? What's up, girl? Yeah, he threw a really cute event right actually next door. <laughs> on La Brea. Oh, yeah, it was right next at door. At the Leverage. Shout well, out like all the G. homies were modeling and then you were DJing. Yeah, it was I a DJed very it. family affair situation. Yeah, it was cute. It was a cute little early turn up. I love a turn up that's like 7 to 10. Get me lit before bedtime, Please. bitch. I am not trying to be out here all night. The thing is, is what you guys don't know is after we get home, like I then go back into mommy mode. And so it's like, and my kid is sick right now. So Mm. I didn't even sleep last night, which is weird. I should be like hungover and tired. But I took a really good nap. 
today, too. So I took a nap, too, and I still am over here struggling through the day. Well, we're getting old, girl, and that's what happens when you get old. You just have a better sense of strength because you're just like, well, I got a kid. (laughs) I'd be like, Trigger, if you don't get the fuck up off of my couch, (laughs) let me rest. Trigger's our cat. Also, Trigger is my cat. (laughs) She's named after that Method Man lyric, I got a six shooter and a horse named Trigger, but I I can't afford a horse right now so I rent them right that's fine um let's get into it though this episode is gonna be fun yeah I feel like we're gonna unpack all kinds of shit yeah all kinds of shit it was a good (laughs) weekend how was your weekend though my weekend was good wait not even the weekend I mean in pod I mean obviously we've seen each other infinity times Mm -hmm. in podcast world we have not seen each other since last year so I just wanted to thank Mm -hmm. you for my vanity for Christmas I'm obsessed with it that's so tight it makes me so much prettier than I am and it's your once again your fault looking out looking you're out always you. trying to hold looking it down for you. the young queens that yeah. don't try hard enough well you're welcome bitch a lighting will really change your whole entire situation yes. though. especially putting on makeup like people don't understand like that really is everything because if your makeup is bomb and really good lighting you go outside and it's flawless yeah so be like where's the sun <laughs> get me in the sun <laughs> So Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I loved it. Happy New Year. Do you have any like New Year's resolutions? I don't. I, I mean like to my I just told myself like you're just going to be a lot more efficient this year. You mm. know what I mean? Like a lot more efficient, a lot more executing and a lot less planning. I feel like last year I did a lot of planning. Mm. And like I like every other year to be like a planning year, a execute year, a planning year, a execute. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's tight. So, um, yeah, I just want to execute a lot more. And then I also want to just like get out of my way and not be such like a love Grinch anymore. Oh, well, welcome. Welcome Thank back, you. girl. Welcome Thank back from you. the dark side because love is in the air. Well, <laughs> not back from the dark side, but I'm I'm down to I'm down to see what's good. It's weird because I don't really have like a New Year's resolution like last year. My New Year's resolution was to get closer to God. And I was just like, I just want to do like everything, like just get closer to him. And this year it was just like, I didn't even have time to think about like a New Year's resolution. But I do feel like if there's anything, I feel like any of my gigs or anything that I'm working on or putting like my energy into, I'm going to make sure I'm like, sprinkling light on it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm leaving it. Oh, girl. Well, it's the truth. And I don't care. It's a little bit too corny for you, but it's really how I feel. All right, all right, all right. This world is crazy, bitch. We got to be the salt of the earth. (laughs) You're making me feel salty. (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkle the light of the salt. Well, whatever. We can get into our next, our first segment, which is get it off my chest. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I let it last week. So do you have anything that you want to like go in on? Bitch, do I? First of all, can we just talk about it? Because I know everybody is talking about it. And it's so funny because yesterday during my gig, I've officially muted R. Kelly. Officially. You know, I told you we were, Bridget had me running around the city like a damn fucking (laughs) New Yorker last night. And they played R. Kelly too. And then there was like a few of us in there that were like, nope. 
Right. Nope. Yeah. And he turned it off. Yeah, because that shit is wild. I actually am going to take the time out this week to go <clears throat> through my music and completely delete him. Because you have to. I played Biggie last night, and I forgot that R. Kelly was on the hook. And literally, as soon as the hook started, I was like, ooh, 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 ooh get out of this, get out of this, get out of this. Yeah, and it was just like, I'm not even fucking with it. It just totally fucked my vibe up. But this shit is crazy. <sighs> this R. Kelly series, docuseries that just fucking, did you watch all of them? All of them, girl. Oh, bitch. All of them. First of all, you know, I am like an Aaliyah stan. 100%. So, so as an Aaliyah stan, like growing up, like being that, like, what did you think? Because because now it a lot of people are like, hello, we didn't know. Like he married a 14 year old. And it's like now that we when you now think, looking back. Yeah. yeah. But at that time, to be honest, like and, you know, it was that it was that time where you would like record like on VHS like anytime mm-hmm. one of your favorites came on right. so I would like always record anything Aaliyah was on mm-hmm. and it's like I never looked at it like oh this old man and Aaliyah it was just like oh they're dressed the same like a lot of people oh, dressed the same and had yeah. little like bits it was like Timbaland and Magoo right. Missy and them yeah. Genuine and them and yeah. the, you know what I mean yeah. it was like little sets and they would like coordinate and they would like mm-hmm. you know so I never looked at it like that I just felt like damn they are all popping damn you know it's crazy I didn't think about it either like we thought about it, we talked about it, but it wasn't like addressed, addressed. So when that fucking docuseries came out, I was just like, damn, like you think about it. And then you know what makes me so mad about mm-hmm. it is the whole team is trying to act like they didn't know. And it's just like everybody's grown and capable. You knew. And then I just feel so sorry for those girls. There are some girls that are still in it that are and don't want to leave. I know that one family that was like throwing the rocks at the girl at the studio. Like, I first why of don't all, you just go out and see your mom? First of all, I would have never left. Like you got me all the way fucked up. That's what I was saying. I would be you. Wouldn't you be sleeping on the step? Be literally camping out in front of that damn studio. And right. That's just what it's going to be. I'm not leaving until I have my child in my fucking hands. Not even an option. I like, know. But I know. she, they, their um, approach was different than the other mom who actually saved her daughter. Yeah. Because the other mom, she seemed a little bit more like, like she was just like, I love you. I love yeah. you. I felt like the other parents were like, get out of here. Like, we not Get leave. the fuck out of R. <laughs> Kelly house right now. Like, so I did feel like, damn, like, you know, because the other mom was like, I love you so much. Like, please, like, I love you so much. And the other parents were like, we ain't leaving. Duke. Yeah. (laughs) The only person that I really, okay, it's not even a laughy matter at all because it's so fucking twisted and corrupt. Right, right, right. But the only person that I really agreed with was that sister when, Uh, remember, she said, no, R. Kelly said, not going to let us do that. He's going to get us. She said, get us to do what? What type nigga is you? She said we can't leave the room until we ask him. <laughs> she said what? I'm I'll be wrong. right back. <laughs> I'm going to this McDonald's. Bitch. Yeah, I said I am still hungry right now. <laughs> the fuck? But I mean, like wild. the bigger picture, obviously, is pedophilia in the music industry and how that's glorified and celebrated and has been for years. Yeah. I mean. It's popping. It's boss for older niggas to be over here or older men. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it doesn't, it's not exclusive to the music industry. It's all industries. It's all male driven industries. Yeah. You know, but um, someone else brought up the fact, it was actually my baby daddy. He brought up the uh, the thought of what like, up? yeah, hey, <laughs> he brought up the the thought of like Elvis, like Elvis Presley. Didn't he marry oh, like Priscilla? A, uh-huh. You know, like there's other, there's Aerosmith. Like there's so many men out here. Woody that, Allen. No, it's yeah. not. I know. I, of course. The thing about this is 
Mm. Mm. I was like, am I going to say that? Mm. But to me, the objectification in mass, like when you're doing it to several people, like I feel that same way about like Floyd and his harem of chicks. You know what I mean? It's just like. It's out here. It's that. You guys guys are so insecure that it's like you're. It's too Look at Hugh Hefner. You think about it. Like his whole brand was based off of like being a pimp. But I have, oh, which is so interesting because I have a really close friend that told me because, okay, you know, like we spent some time around Hugh Hefner because he was friends with like another older guy that we knew that had that same Same. lifestyle. I wasn't friends with him, but I knew. Yeah, I knew what you mean. We were around him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We were friends with his kids. We were around. Yeah. So like. It's interesting to me because I always felt like, man, these niggas is just horny and nasty and, and perverted old. and burnt out for this. But my boy <laughs> had told me <laughs> that what? Because I don't want to bust him right, out right, here. Right, but right, like right. I have a friend that told I was like, because the older guy that we knew, remember, like he had like erectile dysfunction. Uh, like it wasn't uh, even it was a, a sexual lot. thing. Yeah. It wasn't for sexual purposes, mm-hmm. but the my homeboy, he was just like, no, men do that so that other, like, successful men do that so that other successful men think they're getting that pussy even if they aren't. Because it's more of, like, um, a profiling. Oh. Yeah, for, like, other men. It's like a stature thing. Like, this is my, you know what I mean? And it's like, you don't be over here, out here, like, fucking like that. Like, you just. I just don't get so it because it, it's also just, like, you have daughters. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's the part like, that I. Dame Dash, well, I'm the kind of Aaliyah fan (laughs) that still pays attention to what Dame Dash, I love Dame Dash, but he had to say in um, the Nick Cannon, Cannon's Class podcast, Nick Cannon was like, I mean, he's sick, he's sick, because remember Nick Cannon had worked with R. Kelly, I'm a gigolo, mute, yeah, (laughs) muted, muted, no, but like, so he was talking about it, and he was saying like, he's sick, he's sick. And Dame was the first person I heard like respond like how my dad would have. Mm. Where Dame was like, that nigga's not sick. If that's your daughter, that man's dead. Ooh. And it was just like, yes. thank you. Yes. Like, can we right. please? Right. What the We fuck? need more of you. These, we need more of you. I need one Yo, for and, life. It and, was even in holy matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> it was even on his birthday, he hosted some club in Chicago and like women were screaming, take me hostage. Is take- that a true story? I thought that was just trolling. Bitch, that shit was real. Like, this world is just crazy. And not for nothing, since that docuseries has aired, his record sales have gone up 60%. Like, what is, like, where is this? Where is it coming from? Like, where is where is this, like, stemming from? Like, what is the world? But There's I'm not- a lot of self-hate. There's a lot of self-hate. There's a lot of community hate. There's a lot of, and then there's the other people that just, like, probably don't have the whole story. And they're still just, like, emotionally attached to the music. Yeah. That's I was emotionally attached to the music. Bitch, okay. R. Kelly, tp2.com. Like, I was one of those Jay-Z stands that actually loved and adored Best of Both Worlds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll never play that man again. Like, it just, it comes down to principle. But that just shows you how, like, powerful music is. Like, music literally is just. Don't get me started. Bitch, do you know how many situations <laughs> I, that shit has got me in? Okay. <laughs> Let's go on to the next topic. Yeah, right. So, um, no, but I think kind of just like all things considered and in conclusion. Right. Shit's fucked up. R. Kelly is a trash bag piece of shit. And we are muted. You've been muted. I'd like to see you catch some charges. I don't know. I don't know. How it's coming. Statue, I don't like maybe the, sat, the limitation situation is just not all the way lined up. I don't know how it'll work out. 
I just feel like they're putting too much like pressure on it where they're they're gonna have to find a way now. Like I'm so happy they did that documentary because I really feel like it's they're they're leaving him no choice. Like his music is being stripped, all of that. People are vocally saying like we're muting R. Kelly. So my question is to what extent does this subject matter progress? Because we all know that R. Kelly is not like I will say that it's like an extreme circumstances like this is some extreme sociopathic like mm-hmm. pedophilia shit, obviously. Right. However, there's several men that abuse power in the industry that are fucking women that are way too young for them with children with no regard for any sort of like moral compass. Yeah. You know, and who's going to get exposed? When does this stop? Who's talking now? Like, well, I think it's already progressing. Like you think about the Me Too movement, like mm-hmm. things are happening. More people are talking about it. It's being addressed. It's being acknowledged. So we're in progression right now. It's just interest. I think my question is like, where's it going to go a year right. from now? Where's it going to be in three years, five years? You know, yeah. like, how are we going to how are we going to go with it? Continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think I just wonder who is. Like, what heavy hitters are bigger than um, their sins and what heavy hitters aren't? Because, like, right now, I mean, up until now, we've lived in a place where you could kind of have secrets in the closet. Like, we're approaching a time where that's really not going to be possible anymore. You're being exposed, bitch. Everybody's being exposed. Mm -hmm. Ooh, segue. And did you? (laughs) (laughs) That was slick. No, but did you, did you see the Sin Santana? Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. She's in the hot seat. Has she recovered yet from that? I don't follow her or pay attention to her mood. Do you? I do. I know. You I follow her on anything? Twitter, on Instagram. Well, I think she just took that whole day of addressing it. We'll let our listeners know like what happened okay. first for the people who don't we'll read the shade room. <laughs> if you are not up to date in global news source, the shade room. <laughs> um. Since Santana, yeah, they dug up some old tweets like they tend to do. Mm-hmm. I know you just turned me down because I got loud. And it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hater. Hater's in the room. Um, no, but so since Santana basically got exposed for, um, I'll paraphrase and like, I guess I'm not saying it perfectly, mm-hmm. but she said something to the extent on Angela Yee's podcast, Lip Service, that she dates black men exclusively because they treat her better than they treat black women. <laughs> that really hurt my heart, bro. Ma. <laughs> we're not trying to hear that. Nobody is. Yo, and I love Sin, bitch. I, I follow her on Twitter. You love Sin. I follow her on understand? Instagram. I was happy for you when you got engaged. Bitch. And I don't even know you, Ma. Bitch. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? How dare you? Oh my god! When that story broke, oh, I was, was so bummer. hurt. I was so hurt because it was just like, "Sin, I love you." Like, I love. I loved her when she Your was dating the black man. Like, when she was dating Erica, right from Love and Hip Hop, and I was really looking at her because you already know how I feel about women of mm, different races exclusively <laughs> dating black men. You could. I'm not that fan for that. <laughs> That shit makes me feel away. You're so annoying. All the time. You're so annoying because the thing is, you're a product of it too. We're products of it. My mom wasn't objectifying my dad. She had fallen in love. You know what I mean? And that's why I fucked with Sin too because I didn't Mm -hmm. feel like you were out here like, I need that black dick. Right. I felt like, 
You, you dated that up. Spanish chick. Mm-hmm. You dated that other nigga. He looked like a poppy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He looked wild. I <laughs> like, I don't know. That was a different look, ma. I but, and then you dated. Ju- so to me, it was just like, oh, all right. Like, you're following your heart and not mm-hmm. the anatomy. I can get into that. I'm a vi- I've done that, right. you know? Right. So I was down. But then when she said that, it just bummed me out. I know. I mean, the way that she addressed it afterwards, like, trying to kind of, like, retract it in a way. And she did say she was, like, she was completely immature, like, in the way that— I liked her response. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like that hair nose shit. Well, that was when it was just like, I was, okay, I was like, okay, you're kind of forgiven. But then you said that, and it was just yeah. like, what do you mean? I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Two Tyras. Yeah. You just got two Tyras. Right. Two, girl. Like, what are you trying to say about our notes? Like, that was different. It was a different thing. But, and then also, at the same time, too, like, Joe, where's your head at with it? Like, this is your, this is your. You're not gonna talk about this on your podcast, Pop. (laughs) (laughs) Got a couple platforms. You got a couple platforms. You're not gonna address it. Cause he knows he can't. He knows he can't. He'll get roasted. He has to. Oh my God. Wait. So, speaking of roasted, um, a friend of mine, Ashley, Ash, 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 Uh, a friend of mine, Ash, she does the Dear Young Queen website, which is kind of like a female empowerment situation. Mm -hmm. Um, but she went on the Joe Budden podcast mm. and his listenership ro- killed her. Like, ki- I haven't heard, seen this much hate since Karuchi started dating Chris. Like, it was just like haters came out the woodwork talking all kinds of shit. They didn't want to hear from her. Um, Why, it, though? Like, I think what? it was just kind of like a female's perspective on a lot of shit. It's a boys club. It's a boys fan base. Mm. I don't, even the women, like, they were, they're not out. You know what? And I'm an avid listener of the Joe Budden pod. Like, right. I fuck with that pod. I subscribe. Right. Yeah. I got Spotify because of that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I really mm-hmm. fuck with it. Mm-hmm. But they killed her. And yeah. I was just so bummed that with all of that kind of, like, actually lending the female lens and the female perspective to a lot of the topics that they were discussing— they didn't tackle. I didn't hear anything about the sin thing. And it was just like, how? How could you? How? How, how? how? how could you yeah. not? How could you not even address it? My thing is, she did address the fact that it's like, ultimately, at the end of the day, and us as mixed women, like, of course, this is where I'm about to get on my biracial soapbox. So just bear with me, y'all. <laughs> but um, she's an Afro-Latina. Yeah. Just like me. Just like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're an Afro-Latina. That's fine. You admit you. I understand that you were ignorant to that. But wait, can I stop you on this? Because I'd love to touch on that term Mm Afro-Latina. Honestly, like, I didn't hear that term until I moved to New York. And it was just kind of like, oh. And even to this day, like, my perspective of that is just like, what? Like, you're Spanish, but, like, you relate to the African culture? No. What is it? That ain't it. Try again. (laughs) Ding. Inform me, bitch. Inform me. No. So basically, like Afro Latina, that's the. Tell me. I don't want to sound like my dad on the podcast. I want to be cool. No, but so basically, there's plenty of these um, Latina countries that have a massive population of black people, Mm -hmm. whether it be the Dominican Republic, Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico. Cuba, Chile, Brazil, like it doesn't matter. There is a population of black people and a large population of black people. Mm. The African diaspora is global on every single continent, except you, Australia, which we learned last episode. (laughs) Clearly. 
But um, so and that's what she is. She's a descendant of that. You know what I mean? So it's like denying that is self-hatred that's already taught. I respect the fact that you probably grew up in a Spanish household and the black community has a difficult time, uh, like kind of comprehending that Spanish culture, there's a lot of shadism. There's a lot of racism. 100%. They come at you like, don't bring that negrito home. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. Like, well, that's that's interesting, too, because we have it, too, in the Philippines. Like, right. if, you're, if you're a darker-skinned Filipino or mm-hmm. a lighter-skinned Filipino, like, they hate on the darker-skinned ones. Mm-hmm. Same thing in Spanish culture. Right, like, right, you go right. to, when I went to the Dominican Republic, I was mind-blown by, like, all the black people that I saw on the island, you know, right. because they don't necessarily, like, promote that. Mm-hmm. They promote typically the light-skinned versions of of everything. It's designed that way. Mm -hmm. It's designed that way because they don't want this unity. They don't want... Imagine if all black people throughout the whole globe were like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. We're the same as each other? Right. We need to stop fucking with each... Mm -hmm. Wait, what? There's a quote. I wish I had it, but it talks about in the same sense, like you want to separate black people, like separate them from their their shade of skin that's how it is right now and that's why even with this sin thing Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to cancel you ma i'm not i'm not gonna cancel her because i fuck with her she just fucked up and that's that's it and at at least she admitted it and didn't try and be like Mm -hmm. i didn't say that she literally said like i was immature yeah and came from an immature point of view and i also respect the fact that she kind of came in it talking about no, I'm not going to shut up about this because the conversation needs to continue. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the fact, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't feel like there's shame in not knowing. There's shame in not finding out. It seems like you're trying to rectify that. Yeah. Cool. cool. And thank right. you. And thank you. We and also, it. tell me if you read it this way. But to me, even that, like, hair nose thing, it's, like, so clear that it's just, like, well, oh, let our listeners self- know what she said about the hair nose. She was just saying, basically, that we should take kind of what she said with a grain of salt because she's never bashed the black community. Look at her hair and her nose. Mm-hmm. She isn't better than anybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm that- praying to God you got made fun of for both of those things, baby. It just, that just only irritated me because it was just like you were almost there. And, and then... then- a fallback. Like, whoa. You had almost made almost, it. Almost. Almost doesn't count, though, bitch. No. Shout out to Brandy. One time. <laughs> for the one time. The queen of runs and vocal okay. arrangements. My Bible and music. <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus of singing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for real. Yeah, that was crazy. I just thought, yeah, that but was she's, un- not very tasteful. Let me tell you, though, she's going to learn raising a black son. She's going to learn. Like, she, if there's anything, like, she's going to learn from yeah. it, you know? Like, you're so, raising an Afro-Latino. I am. We're great people. I am. <laughs> I really am. That's dope. And he's so cute. He just learned to say C. He's yes. been telling me bye and thanks. Mm-hmm. Polite. Yeah. He's a polite baby boy. <laughs> I love that little guy. Right. That's crazy. So I guess we should move on to our next segment. Yeah. Your pillow talk. This. I love pillow, pillow talk. talk. I feel like we need some sort of whimsical, like, pillow talk. Like maybe water. What's that? A brook? <laughs> That's a brook. Water. We're going to start doing ASMR. Shh. <laughs> 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 you know you kinky niggas like that shit. <laughs> they love that shit on the internet, bitch. I mean, seeing people with a piece of paper like... <laughs> the <crinkle laughs> <bit>. <laughs> we need to stop. 
<laughs> we will not stop. We have to stop right now, or we won't. It's <laughs> true though. But yeah, okay. So pillow talk. Pillow talk. I, it's great. We're kind of we're kind of spilling key king during this we podcast. Are. I love it because we got more to talk about. So obviously, I want to bring up um, what. Talk about it. It was last week, mm-hmm. but um, April Jones from Love and Hip Hop and Little Fizz. She's Omarion's baby mama. Yeah, right? she is Omarion's baby she's mama. Cute. She's so cute. They have two beautiful babies. Oh, I haven't seen their babies. Are their babies so, so cute. cute? I so could cute. imagine a they are. A boy and a girl, like the perfect kind of dream That's family. That's so cute. Yeah, so um, they had some beef because I guess like April and Little Fizz are besties and they're like on vacation and like they spend a lot of time together and it's just weird because it's just like that's your group member that's your dad that's your baby that's your baby daddy's homeboy yeah it's just like so it's been like drama around that that? it's so funny because i was just having this conversation with Mm. another one of our friends where it's just like is there a rule about that? Well, that's what I'm saying. So then it brings it to where it's just like, what is the rule? Like, are you? My rule is we break up. We, we all, all broke up with you this. You lost manga. me in the divorce. And that's just And it. everyone I know. Yeah. Because it's weird. It's weird as fuck. Like, why do you even want to still be in this person's life? Like, that's some I don't young know. shit. To me, that's some young shit. But, like, they went on, like, a vacation together. Like, it's just weird. Are their kids close or something? I don't think so. Well, maybe. that's what would make me think, like, uh, if their kids are close. I don't know, though, because Little Fizz's son is, like, way older than her kids. So it's weird. But it brings up that topic where it's just, like, can you stay friends with your ex's people? You know? And it's just, like, I personally say no. That is my answer. If we done, we done. And that's, that's just so it. That's so funny. Because remember that time you had asked my ex-boyfriend for a skateboard for your boyfriend's <laughs> brother. So that's why I makes me you, confused. You've been holding on to it? No, I just remembered it right now. But it was so perfect. Bitch, that was, was so the best. Perfect. That was the best Christmas gift Shut ever. Fucking <laughs> fraud ass bitch. Christmas gift I mean, obviously, there's levels no, to it. No, but also, at the same time, I think that's some young shit. I think when you're younger, you do the kind of things where you're like, we broke up, but now I'm going to go kick it with his friends because I want to be around him. Right. You know, when you're grown, you're like, all right, Arriva Dirty, nigga. Well, also, too, like, to what extent, like, if they were really, really close while she was still with Omarion, mm-hmm. then maybe, okay, that makes over. sense. But here's my most important comment is... <laughs> <laughs> it better not mess up this B2K reunion tour, bitch. I don't give one fuck about that damn tour. <laughs> it better I do not fucking care. not. Let me just tell you something. Oh I don't God. care. I'm present and ready. And I don't understand why you're not, because didn't we go to those shows? Which was too cool then, too. Bitch, what show did you and Shauna have me dress up in jerseys with Doralee? That's when I was trying to lose my virginity to Genuine. <laughs> It didn't have nothing to do with no motherfucking opening act what? B2K. What tour was that though? It we- was like Genuine, B2K, and like some other niggas. I really did go for Genuine. I'm not kidding. Bitch, I'll never forget that. I thought I was so tight because, you know, I was young buck. And oh, I yeah. we all got jerseys made. And you guys got me a jersey that was made too. We were like ripped up on the side. I think mine was like we were clippers. Yeah. And it was like a dress. Mm-hmm. And we had on our Air Force. Like, I thought, Tire side, girl. We about to hit this concert <laughs> show. That was is what time it is. <laughs> I thought I was so we cool, were bitch. So, cool. so anyways, people are so talking, talking about that, though. Everybody's well, talking about it, except for me. I'm the only one that doesn't care. I don't know how you couldn't. Like, it's a moment in time. But I guess you couldn't because of the fact that what? You knew I them? Never, no, everybody knew them. I don't give a fuck about that. Right. I was 
even then though, okay, that and that's what's different. When like everyone was like running around the city being crazy and doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Dang. <laughs> 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 Damn, why we didn't come up with code names from the before we started this episode? We do that. Try it and maybe I'll know. K and A, it was like they were two of my closest people too. And it's like mm-hmm. I didn't listen to your music either. I was too old to be their demographic. Oh. Just because you guys are my age doesn't mean that I'm your audience. Like you were making music for younger people to me. Right. And I guess since I am a couple of years younger. Yeah, and the sense. truth is I was listening to Best of Both Worlds. But mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all was listening to B2K. You I know, I was listening B2K. to Kanye. Everybody I listen to is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That shows where our world is today, bitch. That shows where our world is today. Well, either way, Raz B came to the Pretty Little Thing event last night, and I'm so mad I didn't ask for tickets. So No, we could just text him. I I can honestly say I had not seen him for, I don't know how to count the years, but I want, it's at least 12 or 13 years I haven't seen. That's crazy. I haven't seen any of those. I mean, I guess sort of, kind of, because some of them be on that. Well, I don't pop know. love shit and come out. I'm going to the damn concert, You're going bitch. with Joey. Bum, you and Joey bum, and Aaron, bum. you guys can make it. Bum, I can't bum, make bum. it. I need to know. I need They're to not see playing it. bum, bum, bum. They can't play anything that R. Kelly wrote. Tight. So what did... I didn't even know R. Kelly wrote those records. He wrote all those teeny bopper records that were coming out back then. Wow. You think they still got it? You think they could still hit those five, six, seven, eight? I didn't think they had it then, Asia. <laughs> I keep trying to tell you. Do you think they still got it? Ooh, girl, I hope they still got it. We, you sound like somebody's old ass auntie going to see Jodeci. Like, we don't know. I really hope they got it and they could twerk a thing up there. I just, because they used to fuck it up. Me and Joey were talking about it. Nobody, none of them were cute except J-Bug. True. And uh, people thought that Little Fizz was cute, too. Right? I guess, if you're in the light skin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not my preference. Since we doing preferences, sin. light skin with hair I don't know I was into it I just want to know like what kind of show are they about to give I can say they were some dancing ass niggas that's what I'm saying I I just want to it's nostalgic for me like I just want to go back and be like cool bring me back to that time I'm sure if I did go I would have fun it's just nothing I would ever like waste time doing you know what I mean I know but you know girl well either way how did our pillow talk turn into the B2K (laughs) (laughs) comeback (laughs) tour what I think about on the pillow, girl. It was, well, it was because it was about, you know, can can you still stay friends with oh. your ex? And I think it just depends on the situation. I'm actually friends with all my exes, except for, like, the ones that are sociopaths. No, I don't mean, not your, with your ex, but can your ex. Can, can you stay friends with your ex's, ex's friend? <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Uh, There's some of my ex's friends that I'm like, I'm not throwing him away. This is a genius. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think it just depends on the situation. Like, if there's mm-hmm. a situation where it's just like, well, yeah, you're stupid and that was dumb and we're just going to keep it going. Yeah. But, but then there's also just like, eh, I'm not really fucking with it, you know? Right. Because, oh, see, dang, names. So we're going to make a list okay. before next episode. Just right. Just keywords. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what, what you got on Pillow Talk? I don't have, I mean, I'm still super sprung and into no data. Hmm. Remember, oh, well. Remember I got dumped on New Year's? Oh, bitch, you I did. I got dumped on New Year's. Yeah, you did. Okay, he said, New Year, <laughs> not <me>. you. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. New Year, no thanks. 
That was rough. That was rough. And we were all gone. We were all gone. You guys were all gone. I was in New York. Joey and them were in Miami. I was forced to go to like a party in the hills. Right. Which luckily it was with the homies and shit. So there was that was at least fine. But Mm -hmm. so now what? So you guys are so we got back together. Like was that this week? Last week. I don't even know what day it is. Girl, I'm back sprung. I just act like then I can never even dump me. All right. He's just like, I'm into it. I'm happy for you. I'm just so into it. I'm happy for you. I think it was just like, it feels good to like, when there's like a hiccup, it be an actual real life miscommunication and not be like, you're a fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maturity. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying. He like gave me the like, he Will Smith jaded me and was just like, Mm. Remember the Red Table talk where yeah. he was just like, you're not going to talk to me like this. Mm-hmm. I won't talk to you like that. That's not the energy we're bringing into this. Uh-huh. Respect me as a man. Like that whole blah, blah, blah monologue. All right. It's valid, valid, valid stuff. And tight as fuck. Bitch, sexy as fuck. Tight as fuck. Yeah. I'm just thinking, how long am I going to last? I am really going to try so hard. Because you need a guy to put you in your place. Because you'll just run. But like when he dumped me, I wasn't like, fuck you, Nick. Like, you know no. how normally I would be like, you got me so fucked up. Uh-huh. That's why I should have never fucked with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, all right. Yeah. I'm dumped. In your bag. In your bag. I was just, was, I was super in my bag. I remember I was on my period. So oh, I was yeah. just like, emo girl. It was a lot of hormones. It's so annoying how we go through that as women we i was just talking about this with um bridge shut up what's going on bridget kelly hey, hey girl drop us some new music run that yeah um but um i was just talking about with her like you know how you're so od horny when you're on your period which is like so i think how we feel is how guys live life all the time mm-hmm. like that week that we are on our period which i'm just like i have a sex demon Nympho. like i can't think straight mm-hmm. i think that's how guys live life all the time probably 100 percent. but it's crazy too because if you think about it because of our periods like we are not normal i'd say like two and a half weeks out of each month that's like more than half because you yeah. go through like a week of hormones. I do. Pre- like, I'll get myself like, yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. That's wild. If you think about it, like. Bitch. <laughs> and the fact that you can't have you can only have. <laughs> I know I say this every episode. You can only have sex three weeks a month. That's not a long time. Well, bitch, some people do it during it. So, well, hopefully, hopefully we can hope we can only pray. <laughs> <sighs> it's tight, though. You deserve to be happy. I am happy, so that's fun. And I'm having, like, finally, like, really good sex, which... Bravo, girl. I was celibate for a year and a half. Yeah. People don't recognize how long a period of time that is. I don't know anybody else that's done it in our friendship group. I've done it. Not, no, you, you had a baby. And don't... Why does everybody think when you have a baby, baby, you're a whore? Like, just because of the fact that... Whoa. Did that trigger something? That is not what I meant. Whoa. Well, I'm just you saying, oh, that's not what you meant. At all. At all. You hit a button, bitch. You hit a button. Ooh, no, but people do think that. They'll be like, oh, well, you have a baby. And it's just like, what? Because of the fact that... So like, now I'm a whore just because I had a baby with my whore self? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, of course, you didn't have sex for a significant amount of time because oh, you were having a baby, a baby, your body was healing. No, because when you're pregnant, you want to have <laughs> lots of sex. But before that, before I moved to New York, I was celibate for a year and a half. Oh. I loved it. What? That was so empowering. That's like your most empowering time, like to literally like... Gain your self-control, gain your worth, understand that, like, you don't have to be driven by the fucking D and call it a day. 
No. Yeah. Well, mine was like an accident. I didn't feel empowered. <laughs> My thing. Also, I don't believe you. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Nobody believes you. But whatever. If Shut you want to run that narrative, up, bitch. whatever. It, girl. It's true. We weren't even talking then before I moved to New York, so you don't even know. Oh, it must have been on our off time. You <laughs> just not fucking over. How convenient. That's so it's convenient. true though. Let me tell you. But let me tell you. During that, like, not being celibate part, I went through different phases. Because it was like, the first part was obviously it was just like whatever. But then I went through a phase where it was like super empowering. But then I went through like this like bitter phase where it was just like, I don't want anybody, blah, 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 blah. But I went, then, yeah, me too. I went those, that's just the typical see, phases of celibacy. Of celibacy, <laughs> right. And then you cross that. And then I got to the point where I just loved it so much that I was just like, if I am going to have sex with somebody again, like they need to add to my life because I am on a roll right now. That's and how I, I feel right now. See? So mm-hmm. the process. You mm-hmm. want to start it? No, you can do it. Okay. You want to get your... My process. Um, Where am I at this week? I guess, well, so I DJed in New York for New Year's Eve. I did Soho House. That was so much fun. And for our listeners, I actually moved to New York. It's going on six years ago now. And I lived there for like five years. And then I came back home a year ago. And actually in New York is where I started to DJ because I just like fell in love with the culture. I always knew how to DJ, but being out in New York, it made me just appreciate like the actual culture and just that like you don't have to play top 40 and you can actually create a picture and create a vibe and people are going to appreciate it. So um, I've been home for the last year and now I'm getting back to being by Coastal again. And I was home in New York and it was so hard because, you know, on the last episode we talked about like me getting my my um stability and like getting my tribe together like i found over in new york no here like finding my nanny and like you know doing all of that so when i was in new york it was really hard because i don't have that there yet because i've been here for the last year you know and now i'm just kind of at a place where i need to set up shop over there because as a dj like i'm out and about i need to like be in the streets moving and shaking so i can't like be in the house all the time you know so i just kind of need that whole situation and then it's also just like setting up shop over there to where like rebuilding relationships, refinding clients out there and just making it feasible to where it makes sense for me to go back and forth. Because right. it's extremely important for me to be in New York now as much as I'm in L.A. for Alexi's sake, because that's where his dad's from. That's my coastal baby. Yeah. And that's where his other half of his family is. So he needs to know them just as much as he knows this side. So it's tricky. It's like trying to find that out and like trying to figure it out. And, you know, people don't understand well i'm sure they do but they don't like being a mom is hard as fuck you know being a parent that shit is crazy yeah and it's just like it's expensive and ne- everything in new york costs like three times as much mm-hmm. so that's also stupid but you just need to like get the rhythm that you have over here over there yeah again and you will i will but the only the heart the reason why it's so hard right now is because i'm here mm-hmm. trying to set up shop there it mm-hmm. took me <clears throat> like eight months a year to set up shop here, you know? Right. And I don't have that to go to New York and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to stay in New York now for a year. Like, I got to figure it out from this side. So it's interesting. We're figuring it out. And um, I'm looking forward to it because I missed New York so much. I like, know, you were so into it. Oh, I just missed the energy. Like, I love New York. Like, obviously, I love my city, but it is yeah, nothing. Traitor. 
whatever, bitch. Like, I like to look <laughs> at it like at the end of the day, like New York is tight. You know, the culture is dope. The people are dope. The money is fantastic. So we go figure yes, it out. Yes, and you spun at the Soho house for New Year's. Yeah, Ludlow House. Shout out to Jer. Looking yeah. out for that job. Oh, that was so cute that you guys got to spend New Year's together. So good. But it was just so tight. Like, it was a good time. I really appreciated it. So... I'm gonna figure it out, but I guess that's my process. What a hor- what you know what I'm thinking about as I'm talking about this? Like, what a blessing for that to be my process. Like, ugh, I'm no, that's to, such yeah. I'm trying to set up my life on both coasts. Yeah, uh, it's just really hard getting a balance here and across the country. But I'm just trying to do what I can. It's a struggle. Hard knock life. The fuck out of here. I know, right? First so crazy. world problems. I know, fuck. totally. But see, look at God when you do it. Yeah, look at you coming full circle full because circle. all the people that are gonna like hate on you and judge you for that don't even know like you spent time in a third world country 100%. you had that life too i did so I don't did. be a hater just because yeah. y'all aren't well-rounded you don't know my story <laughs> yeah you don't know you know me you don't know my story <laughs> <laughs> so that's where i'm at girl i love that i don't know uh, what? you know me like i'm always writing always looking for the balance of doing that um I have finished my script, which is insane. And like, I want to kind of surpass the editing process, but I can't stop over editing just because I'm myself. Mm. So that's just what it's going to be. Other than that, remember I told you I had uh, that little hiccup with like a mutual. I did a project for a friend, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which isn't foreign. I always do projects for friends. Yeah, Like it's just... How many writers do people know? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, obviously, um, I do that pretty often. But this time, it was one of those things where I, um, it was just like a lot of anonymous giving. I did too much research. I did too much execution. Like, like everything I did was over. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. But, like, that's how I work. Like, I don't know how to do half-ass shit i just don't know how to do that you mm-hmm. know what i i fucking or the bare minimum i don't know how to bare minimum right. like i'm like which is a great quality bitch, by the way that's what you think until you doing it for niggas that aren't you <laughs> <laughs> because it's fine when it's like you or a joey or a feffy or, a sh- or somebody that it's like it doesn't matter because i want to build you regardless mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck about this invoice yeah and, like, that's how I feel about the people that I have genuine connections with. Mm-hmm. Girl, this girl just took, she decided to take three months to pay me Ooh. and make, like, all the excuses along the way. Mm-hmm. And, like, I underquoted her and over-delivered. And it was just, like, a struggle the whole time. I've never really had, like, a friend mm. put me in that position. Yeah, that sucks. It was so annoying. I mean, it's behind us now. And I really do fuck with this chick. But it was just, like... Mixing friends and business, bro. I think it was also an age thing, too, because, like, now we're at the age where it's just, like, if you're bringing in... If you're bringing somebody in on a project that you're doing, like, you're ready to run point, the research is done, you have, like, kind of, like, the preliminary information that you need to have to get, like, the foundational part off. And with that, like, I don't have equity in her shit at all, and she kind of just wanted me to, like, take the lead and, like... Do everything. Yeah, Everything Like, I wasn't really given, like, any sort of standard information. Like, I'm over here, like, projecting financial figures and, like, hypo- like just, like, guessing dimensions of, like, right. physical spaces. You know what I mean? Like, it was right. just, like, crazy. It was ridiculous. And, and then you're late. 
and you're late and you're asking for more than you already didn't pay for. It was just like, this is so crazy. This is, I don't think I should work with like newer friends, which Mm. is so weird because this is somebody I've even known for like seven Five, seven years. Girl, seven years is new for us. I don't care. It's new. I don't care. We are all like 25 years in. Like, we can't. Seven is a new. I think that, like, also all of us kind of respect what each other do so much Mm -hmm. that it's like we're never really trying to take advantage. And we know, like, what work is put in. No, yeah. Taking advantage of friends with, like, business is just so annoying because, and then I hate having to be like, but you're the one that owes me money. You actually like, are the you one who owes me. Are the one. Like right. I've had I've had something similar like that right. happen to me and it was just like we fell out over it. I still haven't really? talked to the girl over it. She was really new, like two years in, a friend in New oh. York. But like she owed me mm-hmm. money too. And it was just like and then had the nerve to get an attitude. Like you have the nerve to get an attitude and you And you were the one that's and wrong. You <laughs> proposition me like I don't come to people and be like, Hey, do you need any yeah. services? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. I'm not out here doing that. Right. Like right. niggas know what I do. Like if yeah. you need something done, let me know mm-hmm. if you need like a business deck or like proposal or like anything that involves any sort of like literary competence. You right. know what I mean? Right. And it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I was just like, all right, so you know yeah. the friends you can work with. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And you know the ones you can't. Well, she is new, so maybe you needed to learn that. Because maybe we learned that with our friends who are 20 years deep in when we yeah. were seven years in. It makes me, we need to start listening to our gay best friends because immediately he was like half up front. <laughs> I said, what? Right, deposit. I was like, it's the homie. Like, uh, nor Like a normal client, you're like 50 upon da-da-da, 50 mm-hmm. upon delivery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not taking anything below 70% yeah. by the time this is reached, you right, know? like right. So it well, was just different. It was, it was, what is it called? I Lesson learned. Yeah, but I took it as a teachable moment. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll move on. Uh-huh. Lighten it up. Um, we'll move it to our This Shit Go segment. Do you know what song you want to do? Yeah, I do, actually. What song? Do you want, you want me to go first? Because I don't know what song I want to do, and I'm just, like, so well, confused waiting. by it. You're yeah. waiting. Okay. Well, I, you know, it's been rainy in L.A., which is, like, so rare. It's so funny because uh-huh. everybody freaks out. So I've been it. on my, like, R&B Vibe. Oh, you're never on that in the sun. So I'm glad things have changed up now that the clouds have come Just out. Following along the raindrops. <laughs> Girl, you live in R and B vibe. They didn't know that. Oh, the trick of girls. I'll never see it coming. <laughs> so I'm rolling with my girl LMA. Shot mm-hmm. Clock. You know, she dropped that album last year. Mm-hmm. I've been following her for a minute. Like, when she would just do covers on Instagram. Yeah. And um, she was just always so tight. Like, her renditions of just, like, all these different records and her voice was always consistent. And she always, like, wore no makeup and was just fly as fuck. And then when you'd open up, when she'd open up her mouth, she had this beautiful European accent. And it yeah. was just, like, you're tight, you know? Bomb. So when she dropped her album, it was so tight because it was just, like, it lived up Here to you everything are. you wanted it to. And it's crazy because she signed to DJ Mustard. I know. And remember, we made a path that we're only going to use songs where we can find some sort of, like, L.A. or social link. Like, we mm-hmm. don't want to just. Yeah. That's why I put in that DJ Mustard part. Yeah. And I think, so. like, Miko manages her. Like, yeah, okay, she passes. Yeah, she, can, she passes. Okay. And she's tight. You know, she's, she's, she's out here. She, her voice is crazy. So yeah. I want to highlight her song, Shot Clock, from her album. It's okay. dope. I'm going to listen to it right now. It's raining outside. It's a lovely moment. Ooh, feel it. Feel the vibe. Yeah.
seconds, yeah, you better not stop You got 24 seconds, can you beat the shot clock? With you waiting on, little daddy, I ain't got that much time You seem anxious, you seem adamant, but you ain't pressed my line Wondering why, 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 no you ain't shy, shy, shy I'ma say bye, 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 but I know I won't think twice Better let go of your pride Don't you know all of these niggas wish that they could bag that? I'm just saying, boy, you playing, you gon' let it wind down. You got 24 seconds and it's starting right now. Shot clock. Don't see, don't see, you gon' miss your opportunity. Shot clock. Don't see, nigga, pick up your feet. Shot clock. Don't see, don't see, you gon' miss your opportunity. Shot Okay. What a vibe. Yeah, it's so good, right? I've I never love heard her. it before. Mm, so but I good. like it. Yeah. Into it. Okay, since we're going to do the pack thing, I'm going to go ahead and select, um, you know, Dorian put out a song with oh, Stacey yeah. Barr. Mm-hmm. It Shout goes, out to I mean, like, obviously, we don't expect anything but the best when it comes to Stacey Barr. Her pen game is her pen, so her voice, ridiculous. Like, just like she, her vocal capability in general. She just came out the womb just talented. Stacey's just, a, she's different. Yeah, she's just, different for, some people are different. Mm-hmm. She's different. Divine. Um, and you could tell she definitely exercised that insane pen on this track that she did with Dorian. Um I didn't even know Dorian could sing or was trying to or whatever. I didn't know either, girl. When he when he dropped that, I was like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, this is going to be so catty. And then I heard it and was like, oh. oh. Okay, Essence Fest. No, like, you true. better get ready. I really do like this song. It's called Good On You. Mm-hmm. I think it's so relatable. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Whole lot of nothing coming out your face. What kind of point is you trying to make? Even a fucking don't feel the same. I gave and gave and then I gave. Gave my last fuck on yesterday. You say doing, doing, doing shit. You don't see all that I do. All you wanna do is argue. All up in this party And you make it all about you
Stacy, she got a different voice. On it, I mean, at the end of the day, like how we said that we didn't even know that he was saying, when he told me he was working with her, because he told me a while back, yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Because Stacey doesn't touch anything that's not, like, She's just dope, a beast. So, yeah, dude. bravo. Congratulations, oh guys, because that's tight. I really wish she would sing at my funeral. <laughs> Why do you keep talking about your funeral? That's the third time you brought it up today. It's going to be a huge concert, Asia, and I have a lot of musical guests. I'm sorry, bitch. <laughs> Duh. Stacy, if you could make it, <laughs> I'll be dying one day. <laughs> You're requested, right? Okay, imagine in a will putting that at somebody. You're requested in my funeral, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> That's a fucked up wish to die with. That's just crazy. Um. No, but we have to bring it all the way around because we've got... Oh. It's called mixtape. So we've got to talk about being mixed. I was just trying it because I was thinking about... LMA is tight. That's you and that accent came out of nowhere. Thank you. (laughs) Remember you used to really like doing this? You did drops for people before with that accent. I did that part. I did like a whole entire background on Schoolboy Q thing with that accent. Okay, you shout out to my dream. alter ego. She's called Bianca. <laughs> yeah. You came home hype off of that. But because yeah. the dude I was dating at the time would always clown my accent. So then when we were at the studio and Q was like, can you do that accent? I was like, yes. yeah, I can. <laughs> sure. You hear that talent? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Forget. You called me like a bitch. I did it. The I accent made a dream. debut. I love yeah. that accent. So no, good. but um, it's called mixtape, so we have to obviously bring our in the mix segment. One hundred percent to the forefront. Yeah, I think. Um, Ooh, there's something we have to touch on. So important. We do. I think you know. I think there's a lot of different like opinions on, and people are still trying to figure out. Obviously, we're only on our second episode, but they're trying to understand like the whole biracial and like mixed thing and whatever. And like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> sorry. Such a new dimensionality. (laughs) But it's also like being taken to where it's just like, you know. It's making my ears hot. Sorry. (laughs) You're so stupid. But it's like, it's it's interesting. Like, you know, when we first started talking about doing this podcast, like, I was like, honestly, like, apprehensive about it because I was just like, I don't want, like, you know, like, black girls who aren't mixed to, like, feel, like, excluded or, you know, like, not feel like we're just, like, like, you know, like, mixed girl privilege shit. Like, I just didn't want to come up across that like I didn't want to make like I want to relate to my sisters all races all you know I I am your sister (laughs) you need to try harder to relate to me that's why we got this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and obviously like I would say the majority of our friends are biracial yeah um women who share that same sentiment when it's kind of um you say apprehension I say Pussy. <laughs> Thank you, bitch. <laughs> you fucking out. I don't. I think that all of that rhetoric was designed, again, kind of like to reiterate what I was saying before, to divide us. You know what I mean? Like, I think that we are the same facets of like a bigger form. I don't think that there is such thing as like 
that the division isn't real. I think it's an illusion. So it's like to subscribe or to buy into that. Like, I'm never trying to separate myself from the black community. Like, you're right. always a part of who I am. No, yeah, totally. But it could be, like, taken wrong. You know what I mean? No, of like, course. on some, like, oh, it is this fucking pretty girl podcast. You know what I mean? Who's like, trying to, uh, <laughs> I already know. And that's. <laughs> but you know, so yeah. it's just like, it's good that we can, like, well, touch you're pretty, on it. I'm like, I'm an intellect. Oh, bitch. But. <laughs> Okay. That's funny. <laughs> what you trying to say? Yeah, so uh, that's hilarious. That's the funniest shit you Why heard you all day. So hard? That's Why the funniest you shit so you heard all day. You can't hold the laugh. No, but it's serious. like it's it's a, it's a true you know like yeah. Nobody's process. trying to out. It's so funny because I listened to this other podcast. Remember, I put you up on it. The read it's super dope. But mm-hmm. um, they were talking about this movie that was coming out. And they were saying, oh, the new Jordan Peele movie. You know, it's mm. the scary movie. That mm. shit looks so it's hard. Be so good. So I good. cannot wait. I'm also scared to see it. I so I, mean, I don't know if I'm just going to. Well, I, I obviously want to support him. But at the same time, too, I'm just like, oh, am I going to be able to watch this? Like, should I wait until it's at home? Girl, why? You're safer at home. I'm safe. <laughs> what the fuck is going to happen? Who's going to... What are you I'm talking? just scared of scary movies. I, I don't do them. I don't. I it gives me nightmares. Them. Did you think Get Out was scary, though? No. It was, like, suspenseful. Yeah, so it was we'll suspenseful. Yeah, we'll see. But I want to see it because it's just, like, obviously there's a deeper meaning to it. It looks too. amazing. Yeah, I'm hype. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was your point you were talking I don't about? Remember. Oh, they were talking about how the family doesn't have no random, just reckless, light-skinned family members. That it's, like, a black family. Oh, yeah. The mom looks like the her, she fucked the dad and had the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like... A light-skinned mom with a mixed light-skinned baby. Yeah, or just, like, a dark-skinned mom and, like, a dark-skinned dad and then a mixed baby. Because you have to think, like, even, like, or, like, a brown skin. Look at, if we go down the line, like, look at the Cosbys. Where did Denise come from? Where did she come from? Denise and the older sister, Sandra. (laughs) You nasty freak, Felicia. (laughs) Like, we're not stupid. True, though. It's very true. And then it's like even Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, Hillary. Hillary. Where did you? Well, it depends because they had two different moms. Hillary from that second mom. <laughs> yeah, Hillary from that second mom. <laughs> Not from the first Aunt Viv. Yeah, the Hillary. first Aunt Viv was different. That first Aunt Viv was popping. What do you mean? I just heard she had an attitude problem. Well, we don't know. Yeah, you know I mean, you know how it is when you. She was the Latoya Luckett. Oh, uh, was she from? Was Latoya Luckett from Destiny's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. R and B music is not. You, you speak some rap. It's a different story. But when it comes to R and B, you'd be like, yeah, Latoya Luckett. I don't know. <laughs> is she the same thing as Tierra? <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> True. Not the same bitch. Right. But, but she was. I, I still reenact that that first Aunt Viv in her episode of Fresh Prince. What bitch? When she did that ballet class. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the power. <laughs> do, that do, is you. Do, do. But the th- there is always this random ass light skinned kid that it's like, no, where yeah. did this kid come from? And as somebody who probably looks like those fucking kids, I never even looked at it as problematic until it was pointed out to me in mm. another person's platform. No, that's true. That's annoying as fuck. It is true. And it's just like represent real life. No, yeah, that's that's true. That's totally true. Okay, cute. Well, yeah, this is well, my most ha- hated part of the show. We're we- ending it off with our um, cliche social media quote. Oh, last time. <laughs> last time Bren did hers, so this week it's mine. And, and then th- next week it's my turn again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm actually going to quote our um, dearest friend. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I just don't know what this is going to be. But I am literally... <laughs> I'm going to quote our dearest friend, um, Jay Ryan. He said it today, and I'm taking it and running with it because it's so good. And it's, let's make L.A. great again. (laughs) So you are on your way. It's so good. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm hashtagging that on every gig now. Let's make L.A. great again. Shout out to you, Joey. That was tight, boo. It seems very Republican. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. It was dope. So that's my quote. And that's it. You're so Can't bad. Can't we just come up? All right. That's it's my week. All right. It's my week. You did yours. What was yours last week? I don't even remember. I just so happened to save this one. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So that's yours. You want to say it again? That's yeah. <laughs> let's make LA great again. All right. And next week we'll have a real quote for you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> As always. <laughs> It's not that we're not impressed with your social media following. It's just that we're We're not not impressed impressed with with your your social media media following. following. Tune in. We'll see you fuckers later. Yeah.